Hello, everyone. This is Debbie with Wave Radio and Inquiry and Curiosity. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, how to explain self-inquiry to people and, and how to explain the benefits of doing self-inquiry, of doing the work of Byron Katie. One of the ways I explain it to people is that when we question our stressful thoughts, it helps to break down barriers and build those bridges with people in our lives. Places where we put up barriers unknowingly are with our relationship partners uh, and with our children. Those are the two biggies, aren't they? But you can also find it with your coworkers, with your boss, with um, you know the waitress at a restaurant, uh, with people in traffic. <laughs> But it seems to be these relationships that are closest to us that really, really reveal to us uh, all of our stressful beliefs. So what is blocking you from really hearing the people in your life? When your child comes up and says something um, that is particularly stressful, maybe you have a teenager who says they don't want to get a job. You know, when are you going to go look for a job? I don't want a job. If you're like me and many other parents, we see red right away and we see our child living under a bridge one day. <laughs> or maybe you're um, telling them to clean their room, do some kind of chore around the house and they snap back or they roll their eyes. Or in a minute, and the in the minute never actually happens, uh, or maybe you're in, in a conversation with your relationship partner and they interrupt or they say something that's quite hurtful. What blocks you from being able to relax, be 100% relaxed, and actually notice and hear what's going on in that moment? It's our thoughts. Our thoughts immediately. When... When the teenager says they don't want a job, an immediate thought might be that they're going to grow up to be homeless and never get a job. And the whole point about self-inquiry, well, not the whole point, but an important part is about being curious about your own thinking. Noticing what thoughts are running through your mind at any given moment. Actually, I was having a meeting with a client today, and she talked even about parenting your adult children. Because yeah, you're not actually ever finished. <laughs> you are finished raising, uh, but we tend to believe we still have an impact and that there's still a reflection on us. So there's just as many stressful thoughts regarding uh, being in a parent relationship with an adult child. Being able to let go. That's the other part. Um, when you're doing inquiry being invited to let go of this stressful thought. Because this stressful thought, we believe, protects us, or we believe it makes us productive, or that it makes us a good parent. When it comes to parenting, that's a big one. If I let go of the thought that my child shouldn't clean her room, then she's going to have this really messy room and never learn how to clean it. And actually, when you sit in inquiry and you, you release those thoughts, you let them go by the wayside, 
you actually become more productive than you ever know. And it becomes, it comes from a real clear place rather than dictating and control. Uh, have you ever had that, those um, circumstances where you're having a conversation with your children and they're going, you know, what's the problem? And you're just sort of spouting off a bunch of things that you don't even know why you're so upset. You've gotten yourself so upset and you don't even know why anymore. That's because you're reacting from this confused state of thinking. So when we question our thoughts and we let go of a thought like they should clean their room. So just sit in that for a moment. If you're a parent, most parents, in fact, I've not met one parent who hasn't had this issue. <laughs> and it doesn't mean there's not a parent out there. But most parents have had the situation where clean your room and, and how that starts an argument or a war in your home. So the invitation with the work of Byron Katie is, my child should clean their room. Is that true? And you answer with a yes or a no. And of course, most of us parents would say, yes, yes, they should clean their room. Of course they should. Can you absolutely know that it's true without a doubt that they should clean their room? Now, doesn't that question invite a little bit of a deeper look? Can I absolutely know that it's true that they should clean their room, that it's in their best interest 100%. I can't absolutely know that. It might be true, but I can't 100% know that. So how do I react? What happens when I believe the thought, my child should clean their room, and I'm standing at the doorway and I see this mess? One of the first ways I react is I yell, or I at least get angry and my chest tightens and my shoulders tightened and I feel overwhelmed like this is yet another room in the house and I snap at my child I told you to clean your room what's going on in here I've I'm I've entered into battle and when I've got um you know when I'm in battle I'm not listening I'm not open I'm not interested in anything she has to say except for, um, yes, I'll clean my room. That's what I want from her in that moment is, okay, I'll clean my room. Anything other than that will just elicit more anger and frustration from me. All I see is a mess when I think she should clean her room. I don't see anything else. She should clean her room. I'm also not being very kind. I'm not noticing that she's in the middle of doing some schoolwork. I just barrel on in there and think she should drop everything and do as I say right in that moment. So I'm coming from a very authoritative figure. I am comparing my parenting to other parents. Oh, other parents would just come and tell her and she would just do it. So I'm a, I must be a bad parent because I don't have an obedient child. I'm coming very much from this hierarchical way of parenting. And if that is the way you parent and you enjoy that and that doesn't cause you any stress, then all the power to you. But for many of us, just notice how that feels in your body. Your body is what's telling you the truth. If your body is tense, it's telling you that you're operating from a place that's out of alignment with your true nature, with who you really are, with what your values are, in fact. So my stomach is tight, 
my jaw is clenched, and I'm angry. That's how I react. So who would I be? This is meditative process, closing your eyes. Who would you be standing at the doorway of your children's bedroom, seeing the mess, without the thought that they should clean their room? Is there any resistance to letting that thought go? They should clean their room. Who would you be if you couldn't even think that thought, if it was impossible, at the doorway of the messy room? I do feel myself more relaxed. I am noticing some projects that she has going on. I'm noticing her more, noticing her life, that this is her one space in the whole house. I have my bedroom, I have the office, I have the kitchen, I have the living room. Everything is my domain. She has one place that's her domain, and that's her bedroom. I am noticing that I have some lines in the sand. She's got um, addition there, and for me that's a line in the sand. So I feel much more able to just say, I want any food-related things out of your room. And for me, that's a hard limit. No food in your room, perhaps, if you're not able to clean it up on a regular basis. Something like that. I'm getting more clear, rather than just clean your room with this arbitrary, they don't know what my standard is, I don't know what their standard is. I can be very specific about what I want. I don't want dirty clothes on the floor, and I don't want food garbage. Now I can say that. You see how you become much more clear? Rather than chaotic, and then they clean their room and you come in, you're still upset and they're confused because you weren't specific. Now I'm clear. I can come in, I can knock on the door respectfully, and I can say, no food garbage in here, no dirty clothes on the floor. Those are my two limits. Everything else is your domain. Something like that. You'll find for you what is very specific and other than that, I feel relaxed. I notice she's doing her homework. I want to smile at her. Hi, honey, how you doing? Great. How was your day at school? And what's different about me that I'm able to do that? I'm not attached to a future that shows me images of her having uh, never knowing how to clean her room. I'm not attached to me being a bad mother and her being a bad child. I'm just seeing a room. That's it. That's all this is. It's not a reflection on her or me. So in that space, I'm much more relaxed. I'm able to ask her about um, what would work for you to help you keep your room in a little bit more of a comfortable place for me. You see, I'm more honest. I'm uncomfortable with your space being messy like this. I'm uncomfortable. Isn't that more honest? She's not uncomfortable with it. Your child's not uncomfortable with it. You are. So in inquiry, you can find honesty and clear communication. And you can be open to hearing what they have to say. You know, rather than throwing things in their face of, well, if your room was clean, you'd be able to find it. Those are kinds of things we might say. What would help you be able to find your stuff better, do you think? I notice for me, when I put my clothes away, it's so much easier in the morning because I find my clothes easier. Um, and that might be something you have to work out for yourself. So within that place, there's room for some negotiation and you still find your hard limits 
those places as a parent where it is a very specific boundary and you can say them clearly and you can really hold those limits. When you know those limits are true for you, you can hold them. When we don't know, when we just say clean your room and then they clean their room kind of not so well, then we're not really sure and now we're yelling or we waffle those places where we don't hold our no, that's usually places where we haven't really checked in with ourselves. We're not being honest with ourselves and we're not being clear. So inquiry helps us by removing the blocks from listening and from really seeing and from true clear communication with our children. They also block us from seeing a different perspective, from being flexible because we get very rigid when we believe these fearful thoughts. So that's all I have for you this week. If you'd like to learn more about the work of Byron Katie and self-inquiry, you can look me up on debbiebridge.ca. And, uh, and that's it. You can follow me here again next week on Inquiry and Curiosity and Wave Radio. Have a wonderful day.